0: pancakes here and joining me tonight on the stack i have the urban mercenary shotgun adams and you can see him in industrial world wrestling wrestlers lab invictus and countless others please welcome shotgun adams
1: yeah act like you know everybody
0: i do some research before i have people on here but also like I'm very fortunate in that I get to interview people that I actually like and enjoy. So it's nice that I've already like pretty much know those things. So, but thank you for coming to hang out with me tonight. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. So what was a young shotgun Adams
1: like? Depends on, like, what you mean by young.
0: Like, in your, you know, like, in your tweens and
1: teens. Uh, let's see. Uh, I was pretty antisocial. Uh, I, I didn't really make friends all that easily. Uh, I was, uh, my escapes were, like, video games, wrestling, music, and... Uh, weed and alcohol fair enough yeah that that, that is uh, uh, for any young listeners that are, uh, i don't know why you would be young listening to this please go do something else but like also don't do any of the dumb shit that i did when i was a kid All right, save your brain cells save your lungs
0: <laughs> i appreciate the psa <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't fucking know who, who's actually a fan of me. I'll, I'm still trying to figure. Uh, I'm still trying to like come to terms with the fact that I got fans. So, well, yeah. It, it, <laughs> no, it's it's still weird to me because in my head I'm still that antisocial kid that like, you know, is gonna be like if you go to any. If you had any party, I would have been the kid, like, in the corner with my headphones on, playing my PSP, just trying to, like, sink it to the wall.
0: Well, you're pretty social on Spaces. That's kind of where I first encountered you was through Spaces.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think it was during the, like, still, it was still lockdown when uh, when Spaces became a thing. Yeah, so, it was, like, like, the
0: last half of the pandemic
1: yeah and uh i hopped on there and uh i I met a whole bunch of cool people Uh, i mean i got to experience a whole different side to to wrestling it's what got me onto wrestling (laughs) twitter if you if you noticed before that i really wasn't active on twitter like at all I, i i i'm not a big fan of social media uh I, I, I do it strictly for uh, promotional purposes, you know, to promote my whatever whatever I'm doing or whatever. And, you know, sometimes I do go off. But, like, honestly, God, and I met this from the bottom of my heart. And I've said this on, on Twitter like, uh, this, y'all yeah, will know that I have retired when I delete all my socials and I move to the fucking mountains or whatever. Y'all yeah, will never see my black ass again.
0: Well, I hope that's not for a good little bit yet. I hope that you plan on sticking around and wrestling.
1: No, I mean, I, I still got a, a lot to do. Like, I got stuff coming up this month. It's gonna be—it's a wild month. Good.
0: It's like it's been cool seeing people come out of spaces, kind of like with the attitude that you have, where like you started really getting a little bit more into Twitter and kind of getting out there more and more people are getting into you and I feel like there was like a good group of people that really kind of at least to me and you know to the people that I've encountered that have come out of
1: spaces I mean yeah like you'll you'll notice uh, now spaces wrestler is a term people use I'm just like, I don't know how we got here, bro. Like, y'all wanted me to use social media, and I'm using it. Now I'm a spaces <laughs> person. What the fuck? What do you for me?
0: <laughs> but, like, it's cool, though. That it's something that people were doing just because, again, it was the last kind of half of the pandemic. People didn't have anything else to really do. It was a cool way to interact with people that you wouldn't have otherwise interacted with. Like, I don't know if I would have ever come across you otherwise. I assumed that I would have seen you on a show at some point and been like, oh, I'll follow this guy. But, like, truly through spaces.
1: To be real with you, like, I was never on spaces with the intention to network or get clout or any of that. I did it because I wanted to fuck around and have fun. The only reason that I wanted 600 followers was because back then, that was the only way you could have your own spaces. Like, and now I got like seven hundred something, and I'm almost never on Spaces. Like I'll join uh, like a couple now and again, but like I don't know. After a while, like all forms of social media, Spaces got its own little drama going on. And uh, I'm just uh, I'm I'm just sitting here like, bro, it, it's really not that deep. It's, it's the fucking internet. Chill, chill out.
0: Yeah, it feels like spaces burned like super hot for like nine months and then just like fizzled out completely. Like I don't see near as many spaces
1: anymore. Because everybody fucked it up. Uh, there were there, there were too many cooks in the pot. And, every, uh, and, and it just became another battleground for whatever's got people hot. And... Uh, can't we just have like one, uh, one thing where where we just like, like, i miss spaces karaoke, like that 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 was my shit, but the uh, but then there became uh, I don't even want to fucking get into it, but like too much too much drama. There was so much drama and like, <laughs> meanwhile I'm just here like, bro, I just wanted to wrestle try to make money and like fuck around and do whatever I want. Like I wasn't trying to like, uh, do anything else. Like I chose wrestling as my profession because this is what I love doing. Because if I'm going to be in late capitalist hellscape America, like let me at least do something that doesn't make me want to swallow a bullet. You know? And wrestling is me. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, fuck wrestling, fuck wrestling. And half the time I get it. But like, to this day, the act of wrestling itself brings me joy. The wrestling business is a whole different story, but like the act of wrestling itself is still fun for me.
0: Yeah, the, I, I assume as a wrestler, the business part is the less enjoyable part of the equation, just because there's so many personalities you have to deal with, other wrestlers, promoters, fans, drama, whatever. But that's, I mean, anytime you want to do anything as part of a business, it's gonna just kind of inherently suck at some point. But um I love wrestling. I think it's great. I try to keep a positive attitude about everything that I'm able to do. Or get into, I'm so, I feel very just, I don't want to say blessed because that's weird, but like to some extent blessed that I get to meet so many cool people all the time. Uh, Either through Twitter or in person or through Twitter and then in person, which is like a whole cool thing for me. It's like, oh, you're a real person, not just some weird person that lives in my phone.
1: I'm so, so mad that I couldn't make it a private live weekend because I caught COVID. Because I would have wanted to have met so many people. Like, I, I was going to uh, run into uh, Savannah. I was going to run into, like, I've already met Savannah. But, like, I was also going to run into Sahara. Uh, I was going to uh, chill with DM. Uh, I was going to be, like, in the cut with a bottle in my hand, just chilling the whole weekend. And then COVID was like, nah, you're just going to sit in your room for like <laughs> six days. Take this L."
0: <laughs> Aww. well i hope that you're feeling better from your covid
1: i mean it's the third time that i got it oof but like, like- it the other two times weren't nearly as bad as the first the other two times i, I might as well have just got like fucking cold or whatever and uh, thank god for the vaccine uh if you haven't yet for whatever fucking reason like I, I, I'm tired of even having to say this go, go get vaccinated that, that, that's another sticking point and uh, just real quick wrestlers who are like well I don't trust the vaccine trip me the fuck up with the amount of shit that we put into our bodies otherwise <laughs> like bro I, I, I drank Everclear on purpose I don't got any fucking right to sit here and be like, I don't trust the vaccine. I don't know what's in it.
0: Like, I've seen some bathrooms at venues. Like, you're going to be fine with the vaccine.
1: Bruh. Uh, maybe maybe we should tell them that uh, like the the vaccine would make them more aesthetic. I don't fucking know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, nah. Uh... Uh, I, I kind of lost track of it. But, yeah, uh, COVID wasn't as bad, thank God. I mean, I managed to to, to beat it pretty uh, quickly, like, all three times. Although the first time did leave me with, uh, like, a, what was called exercise-induced asthma, Ooh. Which, which for, like, four months I had to walk around with an inhaler until I, like, weaned myself off of it. Like, now my conditioning is better than it's uh, ever been. But I, uh, that's less to do with, you know, what happened and more to do with just, like, all the hard work I've been putting in these past two years, especially now that I uh, joined uh, BSK's uh, training program. He's got a fitness program uh, going on with Stoked Athletics. And uh, I was skeptical about it until Bryce Donovan and Jay George put me onto it and i'm just like i right, like i'm i'm just going i'm just going to check it out then like why not so
0: you didn't yeah. believe Bryce Donovan but Jay George was the kicker for you
1: no i mean i uh if like i uh, i believe them both like i actually approached Bryce about it okay cuz like he was looking in better shape than i'd seen uh in a minute and i'm just like yo Bryce what are you doing because like I hit a plateau, like it wasn't like I had stopped, uh, stopped making progress. I just wasn't making the kind of progress I wanted to. And, uh, you know, he put me onto the program and it's like a full, bo- uh, it's it's basically each day is like full body, but the intensity depends on the day. Uh, and honestly, within the past month, like I felt like a, a world of difference in my mobility. Uh, my conditioning, uh, my strength. Like, just all across the board, uh, everything's different. Um, Thanks.
0: Well, as long as it is working for you and hopefully making things easier, like, keep doing it, you know?
1: I mean, that's the, uh, like, it's a It's a cliche at this point, but the key is always uh, consistency. Uh, And that's something that I had always struggled with up until like the uh, the last two or three years, because there was like, oh, I love going to the gym. I love to lift. But there was also points where I was struggling with like depression and and stress eating and uh, drinking to the point where like all three were becoming uh, problems. Until, like, finally it just came to a head and I uh, tore my meniscus in, like, 2019. Oof. Yeah. Uh, what had happened was I was in a training match with somebody, uh, Chris Taylor. And I was si- stepping out of the way of his moonsault and just something popped in my knee and I dropped like a rock. It was the worst fucking pain I've ever had in my life. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not as bad as uh, what happened next, which was I managed to get myself to the hospital. And they gave me an x-ray and some Advil and charged me like fucking $1,600 for it.
2: Oof.
0: Oof. Oh, yeah. No, I would have to be like near death to go to the doctor for anything. Because, you know, that bill's is just going to fuck you for days.
1: I don't understand it like like I didn't even take a fucking ambulance I got there with an Uber
0: oh you had to Uber to the hospital
1: yeah I mean uh, they told me I had to get an MRI but at the time I didn't have insurance so it was like you can't get an MRI without insurance huh. so and by the time that I got insurance and I was ready to get this MRI they're like oh, we're just going to prescribe physical therapy to you for, like, four months. Uh, we don't want you to waste your money on MRI. I'm like, wait, waste my money? The, my insurance doesn't fucking cover it?
0: Oh, no. There's a lot of things your insurance won't cover.
1: I, that's why Ameri- American healthcare is dog shit, bro.
0: Hate the healthcare system here. Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely terrible. That's a whole nother rant for a whole nother day.
1: But uh, it, what's funny is I did do physical therapy, and I was getting in better shape. And by the time, and by March of 2020, I was ready to come back. But oops, I came back just in time for the pandemic to start. That could only happen. I mean, it affected everybody, but like, damn,
0: that's like that's some. Um... It's a
2: shitty luck. Yeah. I mean,
1: if it was, uh, honestly, if it wasn't for like Logan Black texting me in August about him opening up uh, T2T, I, I really don't know where I would have been. I've said that before, but like bears repeating. Like, I owe so much of that, uh, of where I am now in T2T.
0: So you talked a lot about kind of what got you into wrestling, um, why you decided to start wrestling. What, like, what are some of the best things you've learned while training?
1: One of the best things that I learned that was also like a really hard pill to swallow is that everybody uh, progresses at a different pace. And that's not just wrestling. That's like a life thing. Like, now me, I'm, I'm always... I am a perfectionist and I am driven to an almost unhealthy degree. So like, it's not... I'm never okay with just being okay. Like, I don't want to just be uh, passable or something. Like, uh, uh, like, if I had the freedom to... I would do every drill over and over again until I was getting it perfectly. Uh, but yeah, everybody progresses at a different pace. Like some people uh, jump into this like a fish in the water. Uh, that I wasn't one of those people. I was not a fucking natural athlete by any stretch of the imagination when I started wrestling. I played pickup basketball in high school and I sucked it.
0: So what made you decide to that you were gonna pursue wrestling? I know that you kind of said earlier you just enjoyed wrestling, so that's why you do it, but like
1: <laughs> wrestling is wrestling's been my uh my passion since I was ten years old. Like uh I had always grown up like a casual fan of wrestling, but like what got me into it, like what got me hooked was one day watching Eddie Guerrero versus uh, JBL in Judgment Day 2004, that fucking bloodbath. Uh, And I I was watching this guy that was like, he was, he looked like a fucking action figure, but he was also like no taller than my father. But he had the crowd eating out of the palm of his hand. And every perception I had of wrestling with that, they were all like voided up giants, you know, like the Undertakers and the fucking The Rock. And uh, the Steve Austins of the world. But like, I I saw this guy and like, I started watching SmackDown every week and like Eddie Guerrero became my favorite wrestler and became like my inspiration for wanting to wrestle. Like I wanted to wrestle specifically so that I can one day uh, run into him. And then when he died, uh, like a week before I turned 12, uh, Yeah, it was just one of those things. I mean, the the passion was still there. There was only literally one time in my entire life where I doubted, like, if I wanted to continue with wrestling. And uh, that was uh, the summer of 2007. And uh, that is all I'm going to say about that. If you know, you know. Okay.
0: Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> who has had the most influence on you both in and out of wrestling? So that can be like a specific wrestler or a trainer or somebody else or whoever. Whoever has been influential for you both in and out of wrestling. It can be two different people.
1: Am I limited to just one?
0: No, it can be as many as you want.
1: The trainers at T2t, uh, like top of my list, you know, they they uh, they picked me up, they dusted me off, and they, you know they helped me understand uh, that wrestling is like I always knew wrestling was a three-run circus, but like I was also like pretty like old-fashioned about what I liked in wrestling, and I guess to a degree I still am. Like I'm not the world's biggest fan of comedy wrestling. But like I recognize its place. Just like I recognize the uh the spot matches and all of it. Like, not everything has to be for me. And not every and wrestling is for everybody, but everybody also likes different shit. Some people want to see uh the Robert Martyrs and the Jonathan Greshams and the Daniel Garcias of the world. Uh some people want to watch guys like uh FTR or uh the Briscoes maybe uh, or like like who's a who, who's a really like prominent brawler like uh I'll put over Logan as a uh, as a brawler like fuck yeah 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 I mean some pe- uh, some people like to watch me for some reason I mean whatever floats your boat And some people, uh, like, are really into Orange Cassidy. Like, everybody is going to like different shit. And the idea of everybody going uh, into, like, fucking histrionics about, like, oh, this isn't wrestling or whatever. Like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Like, imagine if I went to fucking Marvel movies and I sat in the middle of the theater and, uh, and I'm just like, this is bullshit. I don't want to watch this. It's like.
2: Fuck. Fucking leave. Like. Just
1: go. You don't have to be there. Nobody's like, forcing you to watch this. Like, how is it th- that it's been, it's been like, what, 15 years? And nobody's learned anything from like the whole Twilight shit. You don't got to watch it if you don't want to.
2: You know, I can't, for me, it's
0: like, it's 2022. Like, there's so much wrestling out in the world. There's more wrestling out that you can find at the click of a button than than you could watch in a lifetime. It's like, why are you watching shit you don't like? There's plenty of other shit out there for you to watch that you might enjoy. Like me, I'm not big on like, long technical wrestling it's kind of boring to me I like spots and I like comedy wrestling I like to be entertained I'm entertained by a great many things but like I'm not gonna sit there and watch something I don't enjoy and then just complain about it like it makes no sense to me
1: no because everybody uh, like <clears throat> the thing about social media is like everybody has a voice on it but now everybody thinks they're an expert. Everybody's opinion is valid. And to a degree, everybody's opinion is valid. But then there there comes a point where it stops being a valid opinion. This is you bitching.
0: Right? Like, man, not everything that occurs needs your take on it. Not like you personally, but just in general. Like, like I don't need to, to talk about everything that happens. I don't. Nobody my opinion on everything doesn't need to be heard. Sometimes talk to your best friend or shut the fuck up. Like
1: No, nah, I mean like all my opinions gotta be heard because I'm never wrong about shit. Oh, you're wanna you're wanna <laughs> oh i I am never <coughs> wrong about anything, even when I provably am.
0: My best friend has once told me, she's like, You're really argumentative. I'm like, No, I'm just always right.
1: So I get it. <laughs> a burden i live with that burden (laughs) (laughs) oh man don't take my opinion seriously i i'm a fucking college dropout who decided to uh to live a life where i put on spandex (gasps) and throw myself on the ground for a living right don't don't take me that seriously
0: I mean, I too am a college dropout, but also, like, I, I know that I'm not the type of person that should do anything athletic. That's literally never been, like, the kind of person that I am. But I will gladly support you every time you fall down.
1: I appreciate it. I mean, like, and uh, for, uh, like, there's, there, there's got to be something intrinsically wrong with all professional wrestlers. Like, you have to uh, be weird as fuck. Even want to do this, and I accept that
0: it is a lot like an island of misfit toys, like, yeah, yeah like, but j- just like you didn't think fit into like, real society. So, here we are.
1: Nah, I didn't want to fit into real society. Real society sucks, it's boring and lame. It's, <laughs> it's every, it's uh, like, uh, I, I will say this. Uh, There are exactly two things about pro wrestling that's fake. Uh, The finish and most of the people involved. Fair. (laughs) If you get offended by that, like...
0: I feel either fortunate or naive in that I have met mostly
1: good people. I mean, I'm lucky enough to have... I'm lucky enough to uh, have uh, have my circle. Uh the people that I started out with that are now doing uh, amazing because like, I cuz I actually started out at, at Johnny Rods. So like the the people that are uh, that are now like doing their thing uh people like uh, Masha, people like Karen Bang Bam, uh guys uh guys like Peña and uh, De- uh, Devar, uh you know, Cruz and so many other people. Oh, like, like, and then uh, and then there are the people at T2T that are like becoming like the hottest things in the block. Uh, nobody saw a Sassy Boat Ride coming. I'll tell you that much right now.
0: I love Sassy. I think that they're fantastic.
1: But, uh, like. <laughs> When, when I think about, like, how we got to this point where they have more clout than all of us combined, like, holy shit. And all she had, I mean, all they had to do was post a promo pic to, uh, saying that they came to uh, steal your girls and fuck your moms. And, like, t- Twitter just fell in love with them.
0: Stole the hearts of all of us.
1: So mazel tov to, to, uh, to Uh Mazel tov to the network, Angela Carter, uh, Indigo, uh, Tiara James. like They're all doing excellent. Angela is a fucking superstar.
0: I like a lot of the wrestlers that are coming out of that D2T. So very excited I, I, to see how the
1: future goes for them. I know that this is supposed to just be about I, I can't stop gushing about it because I've never been in a in in a school where everybody was just allowed so much creative freedom, and so much freedom of expression to just like be themselves. And I think the and I think the people could really see that happening. Uh, I don't think in any other uh, in any other school you would have gotten people like delightful Dan the goddamn Candy Man,
0: like that that gimmick. Like hits me just in the just in the in the in the sweet spot for me, where like I I I love it. Like I love a good like I love a good gimmick. I truly do. Yo.
1: Know, uh... Dan's a fucking genius. Don't tell him I said that, though.
0: Definitely will not clip that out of this interview and
1: put it on Twitter. Delightful, Dan. If you're hearing this, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no. Nah, uh, but, there, uh, but you know, like, it, it's heartening to see for me. Because of like, I, I they're they're getting afforded a lot of the opportunities that I didn't get when I was coming up, when I when I was their age, like they they they're they're all going out there, they're all they're, they're all doing their thing. Uh, I'll tell you what, I really did not expect legit perfect Perkins to show up in a fucking acclaim video. <laughs> that that him and the blonde wig and the bandana doing the fucking it. How is that not a meme right now? <laughs> um,
0: I guess we need to make that a meme.
1: You don't even need context for that shit. Just have him in that fucking long Beach, uh, long beach griffy blonde wig. Just doing the sucking thing. That's it. <laughs> That's all you got. But <laughs> that that just pops me like crazy. But uh to bring this back to me for a second, like by, by the time I, I I really started uh, working in TTT and honestly, it was like a blessing in disguise because I got to clean up uh, so much and fix so much that was wrong with my, uh, not wrong, but like stuff that like really needed improvement. (laughs) And I was also uh, able to develop a gimmick and to be real with you, like I wouldn't, I hesitate to even call it that because, like, I don't necessarily know how to be a character, if that makes sense. Like, uh, like every uh, every idea that I had for a character beforehand, it just kind of, like, fell flat. And one day I'm just like, yo, can I just be myself? Like, can I just be uh, the this dude from the hood that wants to beat the shit out of people? But and I realize that's like mad, like, like every, like so. There's the the market's already flooded with that. But uh, what I think sets me apart is that uh, I'm able to come across as authentic as humanly possible about it. Uh, I always say that the most gimmick thing about me is my the fact that I wear camel pants and singlets way. You mean you don't go oh. out
0: like that in, the, on, in your daily life?
1: Uh, nah, I do not. Because camo pants in the summer is hot as fuck.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fair.
1: Maybe camo shorts.
0: Yeah, get like some camo cargo shorts, and some pockets.
1: I, I, I don't give a fuck what nobody got to say. Cargo <laughs> shorts are still lit, they're still useful. I'm not going back to anything else. I'm damn sure not wearing rompers. Not for me
0: either. I'll be honest. Yeah. As, as a woman whose clothes often lack pockets, I am envious of, of a good cargo short or a good cargo pant because there are so many
1: pockets. I, I still don't understand why no women are allowed to have pockets. It's fucking stupid. I think, it's, uh, I think it's a gimmick. Uh, I think it's a work on the part of the, the fashion industry to get you out of buy purses, for being honest.
0: I don't think you're wrong there. I think that it's, well, it's like, well, women have purses and they need pockets for. Pitch my purse is heavy. It gives me some, like, neck and shoulder pain. Like, I just want, I just want pockets.
1: Like, hold on a second. Let me turn on my light.
0: Yeah, you, you it got a little, a little dark in there.
1: Yeah, no. There we go. Aww. Let there be light and shit.
0: <laughs> and shit. That was yeah. definitely what was said. Um, <clears throat> but what would you say has been your greatest achievement in wrestling so far? And that can be whatever you want it to be, how whatever you think has been your greatest achievement.
1: I think I, I would name my greatest achievement in wrestling so far uh, being that I never quit. So many people expected me to be a washout. So many people expected me to just get run off or like not amount to shit, including uh, friends and family, being honest. Uh, like more than once I, I was told by family that I should quit wrestling and not because they were like uh, afraid for my safety or whatever, but they flat out told me um, just quit that shit because you'll never make a dime off it. And I was able to get myself over in an era where everybody is trying to get like viral or whatever. And and I'm not hating on it. Like it's just what it is wrestling is is has always been about chasing clout. social media just uh just made a whole new avenue for it but um the way i got over was that i would just be me and uh i think the best example of that would have been the promo that blew up in december and i bring that up a lot but like uh it is one of my uh, the, my favorite things I've ever done because nothing I said in there was work. Everything that I said in there was a hundred percent what I was feeling at that time, and uh, I still hold on to that anger and I still hold on to that bitterness. But like I'm, I'm channeling it. Uh, I'm trying to, to use it to to turn uh, to turn shit into a positive. And uh, I think it's paying off for me now. Like uh, two years ago, nobody knew who the fuck I was. Nobody, uh, n- uh, nobody knew me except motherfuckers that like came to like BWF shows or whatever. Yeah. Although one, uh, one person uh, recently just recognized me from my Gleason's days, which I didn't think anybody would remember that shit. I, I was hoping people forgot about that shit, being honest. Uh, <laughs> but, um, no, like, like all these things that are coming up now, the past, the past two years where I've wrestled at Pro Wrestling Magic, where I've gone to, where I've wrestled in Detroit, in St. as Rhino. Uh, I've been to Maine, I've been to Massachusetts, Rhode Island, fucking I, I'm going up and down the country. In two weeks, I have the biggest match of my career to date. And, and uh th- good.
0: Oh no, I was just gonna ask you, you know, to talk more
1: about that. Uh yeah. Uh I mean honestly that that whole thing was like a shock to me. Cause I uh but I have been wanting this match. Uh For at least four years. And uh, if people don't know by now, uh, Wrestler's Lab and IWW are holding a joint show, Scientific Tendencies, in New Kensington, Pennsylvania, on August 12th. And I'm going one on one with Mr. Grimm, Hitman for Hire. This is at least. A week after he left Marks on my boy Tyree Taylor's back from that uh dog collar match they had at CZW. I'm telling you this right now. You can try that shit with me. Just just be ready to get that favor return, bro. Oh
2: well,
1: I'm being real, like you want to lay shit in, we can lay shit in, bro. Well,
0: I am excited for that show. That looks like a great show. Um, I feel like it'll probably end up on IWTV at some point. I don't know if it's live or not.
1: I mean, it should end up on I, I, IWTV. Uh, don't call me on the live. Thing.
0: Yeah, I honestly, I and I looked at it earlier and I just don't honestly remember if it was supposed to be live or if it was...
1: But it's going to be a crazy show, like, up and down the card. Uh You got, like, you got Logan uh, Black going up against uh, Saul Esparza and uh, RIP Saul. I mean, uh, I'll, pour, uh, I'll pour some liquor out after your match, bro. Don't worry, You'll be alright. Yeah, uh,
0: a thousand percent don't want to fight Logan Black ever.
1: I did it last year, <laughs> and I mean, you're
0: still was... and you're still standing. Shoot, well, couldn't be me. I would just oh, but, immediately
1: uh, cease to exist. Up until now, like, that was the biggest match of my career. And it was also my – so far, it's my favorite match of my career. Uh-huh. And we just – and we fucking killed each other. <laughs> oh, my. If y'all, if y'all haven't watched that match yet, uh, it's on IWTV. IWW presents Good Vibes and Dives. We're, like, second to last match on that show. Uh, You're going to see some shit. But I also promise you this: anything you you see in that match won't amount to shit compared to what's going uh, you're going to see on August 12th. If you can get there live, Get uh tickets are still on sale. Y'all can actually sponsor wrestlers if y'all want to. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, if y'all I... want, uh, to... no. Go
0: ahead. Oh no, what were you going to say? I'm sorry.
1: If y'all want, uh, if certain people out there want to promote their brands or whatever, this is, this is the way to do it. And you will get to make sure that all of us have money to spend on gas and Wawa and alcohol.
2: The three most say, important wah, wah, things.
1: Because, and I say Wawa because we don't fuck with sheets around here, right? <laughs> fuck sheets. There, I said it. I.
0: Have never been to a Wawa or a Sheets, so they just don't have them where I live. So,
1: I mean, but I mean, if you are ever in the Jersey, PA, if you are ever around the Northeast, please go to a Wawa. It's I, fucking great.
0: I wanted to go to a Wawa when I was in uh, Philadelphia last year, and then I just didn't. I didn't get a chance to
1: with the bags though I know it was
0: it was not ideal i I really wish I would have gone, but it just means I have to go back sometime
1: so absolutely. Nah, absolutely Wawa is fire. their burgers are great. pretty much anything you can get over there is fucking great. uh Dan puts over their fucking coffee a lot
0: <laughs> Um, where I'm at. I usually prefer Casey's or Come is. and Go. Yeah, I live. Come in and Nebraska. go sounds lewd. It's not. It's a gas station.
1: No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it does sound a little lewd. I'm sorry. Like, it does.
0: You should. Uh, so, Come and Go has one of my favorite Twitter accounts ever.
1: They're so funny. I, I, I will check them out. You can also follow me on Twitter at Shotgun <laughs> I know, I know, it's early, but like, got to get this shit in. Like, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I am trying to get sponsorships from either a whiskey company or Slim Jim. Huh? I don't give a fuck which one happens first.
0: You could be like the next Macho Man,
1: but maybe without the uh, the rumors that plague him.
0: I mean, Damn. yeah. I just in interwebs well, to this one, Jim.
1: I I could do uh I could do a decent Macho Man build. Ooh yeah, the cream of the crop. Dig it. You have three <laughs> minutes. Three minutes of playtime.
2: <laughs> that is a pretty good Macho Man. <coughs>
1: I fucked up that whole line from from the original Spider-Man. God damn it.
0: <laughs> I'll let it slide. Yeah. Um, I got you. Um, so, what has been the greatest obstacle that you've overcome in wrestling?
1: Where do I even begin?
0: I, was gonna say, I know that like, you've talked, you've kind of touched on a couple different things. You had your injury, you
1: had some family uh, and friends it. that were kind of naysayers. There were there was a lot. There was uh injuries, there was a lot of uh drama in training or out of training or like drama in the Indies. There was I, I will say this. Wrestling is the world's biggest middle school lunch table with everything that that means. Uh but I mean between that and all the times I got hurt and uh the pandemic and always struggling with money and things like that like there there was there was so much, but I mean i'm still here i'm still here, and I'm becoming bigger with every uh, day and I'm proud of myself for that uh, besides that uh, that uh, that lab show, I also have tested strength on the seventh training day thirty three I also got uh, Invictus Pro Wrestling Summer Wars on Fight or Let Him Fight Summer Wars. I, I, don't, I don't know. I've gotten like six concussions, bro. Like, I'm not going to remember everything. What I can remember is that it's going to be on the 28th at Richfield Park, New Jersey. Because you are not a wrestler from the Northeast if you haven't been to that fucking Knights of Columbus building at least once. <laughs>
0: so, um, I believe you are wrestling at the, the 28th show. You're wrestling my friend V. Yeah,
1: I am. Uh, I'm going to fuck <laughs> him up. I love Aww. you, V, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking you up. Because you keep calling me fart gun on Twitter. <laughs> so Now I got to smack the shit at you. And you can tell Cruel in the bed they can get the smoke too. I don't discriminate out this bitch.
2: (laughs) That's that's really funny to me.
0: Nah, Um, fuck (laughs) it. Former guest of the staff, me, Daniel.
1: So. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Now it's going to be like former live in pro wrestler, me, Daniel.
0: Ooh. Watch out, V. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, I love you... the little shit, but I'm still smacking the shadow. Uh, I, mean, I, I, I want to make that clear.
0: He, he, okay. he does probably deserve it. If I'm honest.
1: <laughs> I mean, you see it too. I'm not saying nothing that nobody
0: hasn't seen. And, like, I love V. Well, I I love you. You're wonderful. You're a nice, sweet boy. But no, yeah, he probably deserve it. Enough.
1: Y'all heard it here. Y'all heard it here. Val Pancakes of the Stack just said <laughs> that B. Daniel needs to get the shit beaten out of him by Shotgun items. Wish fucking granted.
2: Ah. <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
0: So if you had an action figure of yourself and it was one of the action figures that could say like words and phrases, what would you want it to say and what accessories would it come with?
1: I'm trying to figure out a way that I could, uh, I could customize action figures that is true to me, but the kids would probably be saved buying it.
0: Um, For adult collectors, there are plenty of them.
1: All right, for adults, uh, maybe a small bottle of Makers. <laughs> uh, but also just like my uh, uh, New York snapback of some description. And if it had to say something, it would either be act like no hoes or badass.
0: Nice. So other than your gear and your phone, what do you not leave for a wrestling trip without?
1: other than my gear and my phone
0: yeah and like your wallet and like you know normal stuff like is there anything weird that you have to take with you
1: I always try to take energy drinks and whiskey
0: yes do you
1: mix them no I was gonna say please don't mix those I don't think that's good for you I'm I'm sorry I'm not a 19 year old frat boy bull and bob no um like, get, get the fuck out of here with your Jagerbomb bullshit. No, stop ruining the whiskey. Nah, uh, I, I do not mix uh, energy drinks with alcohol at all. I do not recommend anybody does it, but it's like, it's y'all lives. Uh, but I also bring my Switch with me as often as I can, especially if I'm uh, riding there by bus or whatever. Uh, I would also... I mean, I, I just need, uh, I need my headphones, bro, for real. Especially because I always like to, like, sit in the corner for, like, a few. Like, after I put on my gear, after uh, I've warmed up or whatever, like, I, I like to put on my headphones in the back and just listen to music and just uh, get in the zone and visualize how the shit's going to go.
0: So would you call that your pre-match ritual?
1: I guess. I mean, I don't know the other way to put it.
0: What do you like? Either on your drive or when you're chilling at the venue, like what do you like to listen to? Like what? What are you usually listening to?
1: It's whatever uh, I'm feeling that day. Uh, whether it's like Wu Tang, whether it's uh, Biggie or Jay, or maybe I want to listen to to Nas or. Maybe I want to uh, listen to, like, Pink Floyd or Linkin Park or fucking uh, The Beatles. Like, my taste in music kind of goes all over the place. Like, who knows? Maybe I want to listen to fucking pop music. I don't care.
0: What would you say is the most surprising song on any of your playlists? Like, the one that we would go, oh, you listen to that?
1: It depends on what what y'all would consider surprising.
0: The thing that people would think you don't listen to, like the the thing that you would think <laughs> that most people would think
2: you don't listen to hmm.
1: That's a tough one, because again, like people know that my music tastes is all is all over the place, but I guess like if if you had if I had to pin down at least one thing,
2: toxic. Don't front
1: on that fucking song, all right? Don't front on it. Pretty killed that shit.
0: It's a jam. I groove to that. If someone uses that as their entrance music, I will be singing along and shaking my ass.
1: I have no idea how nobody's done it yet. Or if they they have, I I haven't heard of it.
0: I feel like... I, I feel like somebody does or has... And I feel like I saw it on maybe one of the, oh my God, maybe one of the Pride and Vibe shows, or whatever they were before Pride and Vibe, Uncanny Attractions, or whatever it was.
1: Speaking of which, I will never, ever, ever forgive Candy Lee for putting that song "I Taste Just Like Candy" in my head.
0: <laughs> Are you out, left Can- that
1: shit up, Candy? back in the two thousands.
0: Are you calling out Candy Lee?
1: Yeah I am you goddamn right
2: how dare you put this in my head Candace <laughs> 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 my um, what was I that I mean? didn't
1: say shit I didn't say shit
0: hmm hmm I mean, uh, I'm definitely said... not going to tweet that at her or anything later. So you're just, like, making me want to clip things out and tweet them at people. You're just calling people out left and right.
1: Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just here to bury people, haven't you heard? Like, that's all you do on social media is just bury motherfuckers.
0: I mean, you haven't really buried anybody yet. You, you've kind of been putting a lot of people over.
1: Uh, everybody that I've put over, uh, fuck all of you Hope none of y'all motherfuckers make it. Hope all of y'all go broke. None of y'all eat. I hope y'all motherfuckers step on Legos and shit.
2: On Legos. Legos?
0: That's crossing the line.
1: I hate you. I hate you. I don't even know you. And I hate your guts. I hope all the bad things in life happen to you and nobody else but you.
0: <laughs> so um, moving right along now that you're done burying everybody um, please don't come to me. Um, what is the wrestling word that you use most outside of wrestling? Gimmick. <laughs> that's when I hear a lot
1: <laughs> uh, it's like yo pass me this fucking gimmick I ate. like I'm trying to get the fuck out of here I, I I use that a lot when we're tearing down the ring like can, can we please grab these fucking gimmicks so I can go home and eat it's fucking 11 o'clock at night
0: so when you're either in from a show or at a venue like i'm a big snack person like what are your go-to snacks
1: uh let's see beef jerky definitely one because i gotta keep my protein intake up like we'll stop at a gas station there I'll, I'll get like any meat byproducts because you know it's hard to eat on it <laughs> it is hard to eat clean on the road because all there is, is fucking mcdonald's and subway and I better nail my tongue to a fucking table than eat Subway. $10 for for like half the meat I would get off a fucking deli sandwich. Suck my dick.
0: I am not the biggest Subway fan either. I'll eat it if I have to, but I would never choose to.
1: If if it's the only thing available, I will eat it, but I'm not going to be happy about it.
0: What's your uh, goal?
1: like, do you have a, a go-to of, sandwich from Subway? Uh, just <laughs> a, a turkey sandwich of some description. But uh, I always love turkey sandwiches. But uh, for snacks, it's usually like beef jerky, energy drinks. Uh, if I stop at a Wawa, I'm just uh, going to just give the fuck up on my diet and get a little bit of everything. <laughs> I can't help it. All this shit is so good. Like, meatballs at a fucking glorified gas station supermarket (laughs) should not taste that good.
0: So, what I'm hearing is I need to go to a Wawa. Yes.
1: The next time. I can't stress that shit enough.
0: The next time I am on the East Coast, I will make a solid attempt at a Wawa.
1: Because Wawa is literally the only redeeming factor about New Jersey. That and the Blackbird Pub.
2: What about Ridgefield Park? I know what I said. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> nah, what? Uh, Oh,
0: I'm sorry. I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. Nah, it's all good. Go what is your favorite move to take and what is your favorite move to give?
1: Uh, let's see. I don't think I have a favorite uh, move to take. I generally don't like to take anything. But... <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, like, <coughs> but my favorite move to give yeah, uh, is usually either my uh, my double A spine buster my Samoan driver or my fucking uh, lifting double underhook DDT which I call the peacemaker the, the peacekeeper peacekeeper you, you, you're not gonna fucking trap me like this DC I right. Warner, you're not you're not gonna sue me. Y'all already making money. Leave my black ass alone. God damn it.
0: <laughs> so um most wrestlers have either have been traveling a bunch or like worked a bunch of like really shitty indie shows. So you they, they usually have at least one story that's either, like, a really good travel story where, like, something funny or exciting happened or, like, usually it's like they almost die. Or a, like, wrestling horror story where you get to the venue and you're like, what the fuck is this and how will this end up? So, like, what is your, like, either travel story, horror story, both? And you can absolutely censor any names if you need to like protect people's identities.
1: Okay, so there was one show that I went to uh, uh, last year that was in the Midwest. And I had never driven to the Midwest before. No idea how long it would take. It was 11 hours. Uh, I, uh, I I was in a car with some of the people that are closest to me. And by the, by the time we got there, I wanted to kill every single one of them. Uh, especially when we got to this one diner, right. And, uh, I hadn't eaten at all that day. So I'm, uh, I'm thinking, all right, fuck it. I don't care about my diet. I just want a greasy-ass double cheeseburger and fries. So that's what I order. And then, uh, and then the, the person like, sitting across from me orders a uh, cheeseburger and fries of their own. And so uh, we got, uh, and so we got the, the food. It wasn't until I took a couple of bites that I realized, oh, this is a single cheeseburger. But by, by then, I, I was just so exhausted. I'm just like, ah, fuck it. Maybe they just forgot the extra patty. And then it turns out the person sitting across from me was eating my double cheeseburger.
2: They didn't tell you?
1: I didn't realize it until uh, I saw him eating And I'm just like, I wanted to drag that motherfucker across the table. Like, I, I was just... You don't fuck with my food. There's a there 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 are, there are a couple of things in my life that I'm ready to fight over and food is one of them.
0: Well, I'm I assume that the person survived uh
2: only because uh only because I was talked out.
0: <laughs> well, but yeah uh,
1: and because honestly I was just so uh so fried after that trip.
0: The Midwest is expansive. There's a lot of room between cities and a lot of nothing.
1: Uh No, I mean I saw that, but like you know, I wasn't it wasn't all bad. I got my hotel room paid for it. That was a plus. That's nice. After after the show, we all just got like fucking lit. I brought a bottle of Makers 46 with me that night. (laughs) uh, Because I figured, like, uh, it's a special occasion. Let me try to be a baller for once.
0: Did it work out for you?
1: I mean, I think we finished it that night. And we yes. also had, like, a, a couple of cases of beer that we also pounded through. <laughs> and White Claws for some reason. I, I, I don't really understand why we got them. But like, it's okay if you like White Claws. I mean, a lot of people do. I mean, like, it's not my first choice of anything.
2: But I finished those two.
0: <laughs> so, do you have any hidden talents?
2: Uh hmm. uh I like to sing. Uh let's see. I'm pretty good at writing, I think. Uh let's see.
1: I am an extremely amateur guitar player. Huh. M- music has always been like a, a, another passion of mine, and I do want to pick it back up at some point.
2: Uh, I just never had the time because I'm always on the road.
0: Yeah, you don't want to be like the guy with the guitar on the road.
1: No, I mean there was a there there was a time uh, when I started playing where I kind of was that guy. How'd that uh, work out I, for you? I was uh, apparently I was Elias before Elias was a thing. <laughs> you
0: were pre-Elias.
1: Yeah. That motherfucker stole my gimmick. Now <laughs> <laughs> I want my royalties, Stanford. Yeah,
0: they're gonna promptly tell you to
1: get fucked. Although uh, no, they could afford it, they got that Saudi Arabian money. Don't don't tell me they don't they can't. Slide me a fucking check. (laughs) Y'all have my contact info. Motherfuckers.
0: (laughs) So if you could go back in time, what would you tell a 10-year-old version of yourself? Uh, Be way more
2: consistent in the gym.
1: Uh, Don't ever let uh, anybody try to influence you to do something always do it because you want to do it
2: uh don't
1: well uh don't you know uh sink so easily uh to like peer pressure and shit like that not peer pressure but just like pressure from other people which i guess goes back to what i was saying earlier it's like don't don't let anybody pressure you doing shit you don't want to do uh, and always remember
2: that as bad as every day sucks. I mean, you can still try again the next day. Yes. Wise words.
0: So I, I
1: said, have- I think it was a fucking platitude. like. <laughs>
0: I just have a few more questions and then um, we wrap it up. So what is the biggest animal that you could take in a fight with just your hands, no weapons? And you can pretend it's attacking you. So you don't have to attack a defensive animal.
1: Like what animal could I fight?
0: Yeah. That you could reasonably think you could
2: probably win. Wow probably a wolf or a coyote okay
1: i don't know if i'm ready for a bear like i'm not leo dicaprio on the fucking (laughs) revenue actually you know what nah fuck it i'll fight a bear (laughs) fuck out of here
0: do you have a specific type of bear in mind like a brown bear
1: or a grizzly bear or a polar bear or a
0: panda bear
1: I guess grizzlies. Why would anybody want to fight a panda? They're
0: fucking adorable. Like the same thing with
1: polar bears. It's true.
0: Yeah. I like sun bears. They're really cute and little.
2: No nah, bears are bears are cool,
1: but uh, yeah. Uh, but if
0: one was attacking you, you think you could take it?
1: I wouldn't go down like a bitch.
0: You'd at least put up a good fight. I would try to. Fair enough. So how do you take your pancakes?
1: Uh, hmm. Like, literally? Or is this like a euphemism?
0: No, it's not a euphemism. Gosh. I am awesome
1: Wholesome. Didn't know-
0: why would you insinuate such things? No, no, no. Like, what do you like in them and on them? Like, inclusions and uh, in toppings. Uh, Get your see. mind I'm, out of the gutter. I don't even... <laughs> Nobody's ever asked me that before.
1: Nah. <laughs> That's uh I mean, it's right there. But, like, uh, maple syrup,
2: uh, me,
1: butter is an option. Uh, I do like bacon on the side and eggs, but on top uh but on top of it, like i don't know like i I, I with cinnamon pancakes oh yeah yeah cinnamon pancakes with like maple syrup and butter like yeah, I'm with it. I also did uh uh chocolate what was it like chocolate protein pancakes they were better than I thought it would be.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't think too much of that. But if, I mean, so if they were at all edible, that would be better.
1: Yeah, no, they're, they're pretty good, especially with like almond butter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd fuck with that. Yeah. I I personally recommend that.
0: I will take that under advice. Yeah. You
2: fuck myself. I right. never. Yeah. What? You still so have this? Why are you bringing up bullshit? shit?
0: You would say such things about me, and I'm I'm just a wholesome, sweet wrestling fan, podcast host, asking you about how you like your breakfast food.
1: I mean, none of us on Twitter are wholesome. right? even the ones that say they're in wholesome. Game. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. I especially I, you, Trey. I, Fucking. Eating Popeye's uh, biscuits with no drink. You fucking weirdo.
2: Why would you do that?
1: I mean, that man lives dangerously. Nah, but I fucks with Trey. I fucks with Trey Shaw.
0: That's like... I don't know, it feels dry and scratchy.
1: Danger often is.
0: That sounds like a euphemism. Um... (laughs) So I'm going to take you on like a little journey. So just like, bear with me, like put your mind, right? Okay. Okay. So pretend that you are hungry for something sweet. You're like, fuck my diet. I want something sweet and delicious. And you're like in the store and you're going down the aisles and you go down the cookie aisle and you're like, hell yeah, I love cookies. Who doesn't love cookies? But you don't want like chocolate chip cookies or peanut butter cookies or like the like shortbread Lorna Dune cookies. No, no, no. You want America's favorite cookie, which is the Oreo. So you go to the section where all the Oreos are, and there's, like, all the different flavors, and you're like, eh, fuck all that. You want, like, a regular, like, chocolate cookie, white cream center Oreo. But, like, you still have options. So you can go with, like, the thin Oreos or, like, the regular Oreos. I'm going to stop you
1: right there. I want the most stuff.
0: Okay, so I, my other options are double stuff for mega stuff.
1: The, 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 there's an option for most stuff
0: is that more than the mega stuff yes it is you want the most amount of stuff yeah that's fair
1: okay. I, I want all that cream filling in that oreo where like oreos are like one of god's gifts to earth Like, if you don't fuck with Oreos, I, I'm sorry, bro. Like, uh, there's no saving you. And we're we not going to save you.
0: So, that's fair. The unofficial correct answer to the question is a double-stuffed Oreo. But I can understand where you would want the most amount of stuff. It's the best part.
1: Because if I, uh, I'm going to eat Oreos, I'm going to eat Oreos. You're going to eat the most Oreo. Big fives.
2: Fair enough. Good. You need a, a
0: good amount of a white cream center. I get it.
1: You're sure this is uh, being literal right now?
0: Yes.
2: Okay. Wow.
0: Mind what? out of the gutter. This is just I'm, taking I'm... a turn. <laughs>
1: You see me on Spaces, you know who I am. God damn it.
0: So, moving right along after that, insinuating that me being not wholesome, which is just unseemly.
1: I didn't even insinuate that you were uh, unwholesome. I was insinuating the questions you were asking were not wholesome.
0: By virtue of the fact that I'm asking the questions, then you would assume that I had an unwholesome thought behind them, which is just not the case.
1: Uh, It just seems like semantics at this point.
0: So uh, moving right along. (laughs) um, Usually when we were doing these live, we have a all monkeys VIP, Vic, who always asks this question. So now I always ask this question, which is, who do you think has the best gear of all time? Gear? Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. Is it, biased, is it biased to me to say Eddie Guerrero? Because, like, I always wanted types like this, but, like... Uh, no, I mean...
0: The question is an opinion question.
1: Yeah. Now, for me, uh, it's either Eddie Guerrero or Bret Hart.
0: That's fair. The Bret Hart, like, pink and black kind of iconic color scheme. Yeah. Yeah. I I get that. I get that. That's an answer you can go with. So now I'm at the point where you plug all of your upcoming shows. So, uh, tell everybody... Which I did earlier,
1: but we'll do we'll Yeah, do we, again.
0: We will do it again. Maybe they didn't hear earlier, or maybe they're just catching the we, end.
1: Well, um, again and again. Nah, I, uh, want, I want
0: people to be able to find you.
1: Yeah, no, and you will. First things first, August 7th, you're going to see me at uh, Test of Strength Presents Training Day 33. So, uh, be prepared to watch that on Facebook. Y'all yeah, can watch that uh, on the Test of Strength official Facebook, or you can make it live if you're in the Connecticut area. It's in East Hartford, 87 Church Street. Uh, I'm going to uh hard work Barnaby Combs' ass. That's what I'm doing. And uh, coming up uh, like about five days after that is. August 12th, Scientific Tendencies, a co production of the nerds at Wrestler's Lab and all of us fuck ups here at IWW. And uh, you're going to see me go one on one with Mr. Grimm, among uh, uh, other shit that's happened. Like, the nerds at Wrestler's Lab want to be all cute and call it like Hitman versus Mercenary. But really, this is just about me uh, washing Grimm, taking his fucking territory and uh, making some money out of this bitch. Oh, and I'm sponsored by uh, Drama Guy CJM, which you can find on Twitter at at Drama Guy CJM. Uh, Thank you for the bread. Uh, No, I don't have tag partners. Stop asking. And uh... Uh, and we will also and Coming up after that, so far, is August 28th, uh, Invictus Pro Wrestling presents Let Them Fight, Summer Wars, where I get to uh, run the bingo. And by that, I mean I'm about to wash all of Run the Bingo. I don't even need partners for this one. Like I already said it, I'm, I'm coming to smack the shit out of V. And if Joe Cruel and uh, Abed Ornees want to uh, come through and get in the way, I mean, they can cast the smoke too. Like these hands are ready to E for everybody. Uh, word to big game Leroy, although fuck him too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, where can people find you on social media? Your Twitter, Instagram, if you have like a Facebook fan page. Twitch, OnlyFans, TikTok, your merch store, everything that you have.
1: You're not slick for seeking that OnlyFans in there.
0: I just want people to be able to support you in all of the ways that they can. Some people have OnlyFans.
1: No, I mean and I and I don't judge nobody <laughs> for having that. Like get your bread however you can because uh people need money and America sucks. But what uh, what I was going to say was y'all can actually find me on Twitter and Instagram and at Shotgun Adams. It's all one word, spelled exactly the way I just said it. Uh, I do not have a Twitch channel yet. It's something that I do want to uh, work on down the line. I don't have a Facebook fan page. Uh, I'm not against y'all adding me on Facebook, but please don't DM me so often. Like, I'm, I'm bad at DMs as it is, and then getting DM'd by people I don't know. And don't get it twisted. I love my fans, but like, some of y'all, some of y'all need to chill the fuck out. Uh, y'all could also, if y'all want to uh, give me y'all ducats personally, y'all could buy one of these sexy ass shirts over at shotgunadams.threadless.com. Although I am opening a, a, a different store uh, momentarily, just be on the lookout for that. It'll be announced on my, uh, my Twitter and my Instagram, which is going to be like my main forms of disseminating information amongst my fans. So once again, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And if y'all just want, feel like sliding me, like cash at me, like five or 10 bucks, just because y'all, y'all fucks with me, like uh, I'm, I'm not going to say no to it. Uh don't ask me for feet pits though.
2: Wow. Turning down a stream of
0: revenue. Interesting.
1: I I don't I don't know <laughs> because like so uh, like some uh, uh, some of y'all be uh, some of these people be bullshitting asking for like freebies or whatever and I'm just like <laughs> uh nah bro, I don't know what you thought this was, but uh I need I need money, bro. Like all this pre workout, this whiskey doesn't buy itself.
0: Fair enough. So uh, find you mainly on Twitter and Instagram, and cash happy money for
1: whiskey. Or pre workout, (laughs) I can be healthy when I want to be. Uh, I would also uh, recommend, yeah. Well, no. Um, I would also again recommend if you wanted to buy merchandise, uh, com, because we don't just have shirts. We got tanks, we got hoodies, uh, we got uh, stickers. I'm working on on making badges uh, be a thing or uh, enamel pins, because I know people are into that now. Nice. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I always wanted to be Pokemon trainers, in which case I sympathize.
0: Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight. This has been fun getting to talk with you and see your face, not like just on spaces where I just have to hear you. Um, <laughs> once again, I'm Val Pancakes. This has been Shotgun Adams. Be sure to check him out on all of his social media. Make sure to catch his match with Mr. Grimm um, with the IWW Wrestlers Lab collaboration on July, not July. So come and gone August 12th. August 12th? August 12th. August 12th. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And thank you, Mr. Shotgun, for hanging out with me.
1: <laughs> no doubt. Thank you for inviting me on.